Today is the Sunday within the octave of the Nativity. The epistle for today's Mass is taken from St. Paul's epistle to the Galatians, chapter 4. Brethren, as long as the heir is a child, he differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the Father. So we also, when we were children, were serving under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, that he might redeem them who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Because you are sons, God hath sent the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore, now he is not a servant, but a son. And if a son, an heir also through God. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2. At that time, Joseph and Mary, the mother of Jesus, were wondering at those things which were spoken concerning him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and for the resurrection of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be contradicted. And thy own soul a sword shall pierce, that out of many hearts thoughts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asar. And, he was far, and she was far advanced in years, and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow until fourscore and four years, who departed not from the temple by fastings and prayers serving night and day. Now she at the same hour coming in confessed to the Lord, and spoke of him to all that looked for the redemption of Israel. And after they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong, full of wisdom, and the grace of God was in him. Those are the words of today's Holy Gospel. Behold, this child is set for the fall and for the resurrection of many in Israel, and for a sign that will be contradicted. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. St. Jerome, the ancient doctor of the Church, is perhaps best known for translating the Bible from the original Greek and Hebrew into Latin. And in order to make the most perfect translation possible, St. Jerome actually visited the Holy Land for several years and even lived in the cave of Bethlehem for some time. Now one evening as St. Jerome was praying near the place where our Lord was born, the Christ child appeared to him. Jerome, he said, what will you give me? My Lord, St. Jerome replied, I give you my heart and my love. That is good, but I want something more. Then I will give you my body and my senses, my entire being and everything that I have. That too is good, said the Christ child. 
But I want something still more. Sadly, St. Jerome replied, Divine child, this is all I have. There is nothing else for me to give you. Jerome said our Lord, Give me your sins that I may forgive them. My dear friends, nothing can better sum up the love of God for men than these words, Give me your sins that I may forgive them. If you think about it, sin is an offense against God. It's a transgression of his law. Sin hurts our Lord. And yet, in spite of our sins, God loves us so much. He loves us so much that not only will he forgive the sin, but he sent his son to earth to be born, to suffer, and to die in order that we might be saved from hell. See, the whole purpose of the Incarnation, the reason that our Lord was born, was so that he could die on the cross and save us from sin. And the elder in the temple, Simeon, foretold the passion and death of our Lord in the Gospel today. He said that the Christ child was set for the rise and the fall of many and for a sign of contradiction. That is, by his death on the cross, our Lord would give men a chance to rise from sin and to save themselves from its bond. And you know, this is a very important fact for us to think about, especially today as we are about to begin a new year. What has our Lord done for us? On New Year's, we look back on the past and we look forward to the future. We look back on the past and we think about the memorable events of the past year, the good times and perhaps trials and hardships. Then we look to the future, what our plans are for the next year. We look forward to where we might be or what we'll be doing a year from now. But this new year, we should also consider the state of our soul. Look back on the past year and think of all the graces, all the help that God has given you, both spiritually and materially. But how have I treated God in return? How have I offended God this past year? Did I take my duties to God seriously? And did I do my part to save my soul? Then after we've looked at the past, look to the future. What am I going to do better this year? How am I going to overcome my evil habits? What am I going to do to save my soul? Now, each one of us will have our own answers to these questions, but we all have the same solution, reparation and resolution. When we look at the past year, the answer is reparation. God has given us, each one of us, he has given us favors, and yet so often we have offended God. God freely forgives our sins, 
but he also wants us to show that we are really sorry. He wants us to make some reparation. And then looking to the future, the answer is resolution. What am I going to do better this year? How am I going to get rid of that evil habit? How can I use God's help better? Tonight, my dear friends, we will have a special opportunity to do both, to make reparation for our sins of the past and to ask our Lord for the help that we need to make good resolutions and to follow through in the future. From 11 p.m. to midnight, both here and at the seminary chapel, we will have a special holy hour. The purpose of this holy hour is to beg God's forgiveness for the many sins that were committed in the past year and the many which will be committed this next year. So join us for this hour of prayer before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Let us at least try to repair the harm that we have done by our sins and show our gratitude for all that our Lord has done for us. And if it is impossible to make it here to the chapel, make the holy hour in your home, or at least spend a little extra time in prayers of reparation and gratitude, and praying that God continues to bless us. Looking at the altar, especially this Christmas time, we can see how much God loves us. For we see the Christ child, the infant, shivering in a cold manger. We see our dying Savior covered in blood on the cross. When we see this, how can we refuse to make a return of love, to make reparation for our offenses against God? Let us then start off this new year the right way by making this holy hour of reparation and resolutions of reform for the next year, even as we beg God to forgive us and to continue to shower his blessings upon us. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.